Welcome to the Mortification of Spin, the regular podcast of the Alliance of Confessing Evangelicals. I'm your host, Carl Truman, Professor of Church History at Westminster Theological Seminary in Pennsylvania, and I'm here with my co-host, uh, Todd Pruitt, Pastor-Elect of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Harrisonburg, Virginia. This is the first of a new series of Mortification of Spin podcasts. They're going to be shorter. They will come out on alternate weeks. They'll be about 10 minutes long, and we're calling them bully pulpits. They're intended to be short, sharp, shock type of things. Uh, We're doing these because of popular demand. We've had, in fact, a a letter from a a Mrs. Mary Pruitt (laughs) from Missouri who has requested that she would like to hear more of her son, Todd. (laughs) And we are most happy to be able to oblige Mrs. Pruitt on that. So great to have you with me again, Todd. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, if it weren't for my mom, we would have uh, uh, just under a dozen listeners. So I'm <laughs> grateful that that she's uh, on board there. And uh, yes, yeah, so we're doing this large Catholic family, <laughs> right? Right. Well, we're doing this long distance, and uh, you're there in Pennsylvania. I'm here in my uh, well-armed uh, bunker in the Shenandoah Valley in Virginia, um, uh, and and newly a part of a Presbyterian church. I'm not going to be able to actually call myself the pastor, as you pointed out in the introduction, until I get through uh, all of the obstacles that, uh, that that Presbytery puts up, which is ultimately a good thing. Yes, this is uh, the Southern Baptist Convention. <laughs> that's, that's, not even in the PCA. That's right. They're, uh, you know, they they seem to uh, to be interested in the qualifications of pastors. So it's uh, it's it's a pretty thorough process, and it's been uh, it's been refining, but it's been good. So. Uh, fortunately, the Alliance of uh, Confessing Evangelicals, with their uh, extremely deep pockets, has been able to afford for us state-of-the-art equipment so that we can do this uh, uh, via computer and all that good stuff. So, Indeed, I'm wearing my Britney Spears headphones uh, and microphone <laughs> at the moment. Well, this, yeah. well, by the time this goes out, of course, the, the story of the week, my, the Miley Cyrus video, will be old news. But I want to throw it out there because there are some perennial lessons, I think, to learn from uh, this rather frightful performance by uh, this person. Todd, I wonder if you'd like to offer any reflections on this. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it was it was shocking. I didn't. I didn't watch the video, I think, for good reason, but I did see some of the uh, the photographic stills, and uh, it is a, a sad thing. I've, I've read a lot of commentary that's come out on it, uh, some, I think, thoughtful and well done, uh, some uh, maybe a bit sentimental and, 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 and in some cases even, I think, misguided. But, but one of the thoughts that comes to mind, well, really two thoughts that come to mind is one, that the church in many ways doesn't have a lot of credibility on the issues of sexual ethics and uh, modesty. Um, and, and also I, I linked to an article where, where Miley Cyrus's father, uh, Billy Ray Cyrus was interviewed and, and he had been expressing his regrets about, uh, how he raised his daughter. But, but the line that, that stood out to me, I think, most tragically was the fact that he had said that he had sought to be his daughter's friend rather than a than a parent. And as the father of a of a daughter and and two sons, um, that was good to hear. I mean, I although although my kids would would 
would say that uh, they've never confused me with uh, with one of their friends. So <laughs> I've never confused you with one of my friends. <laughs> right, right. I, I, I don't think that's uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I tell th- my kids when my kids are, are angry at me, I'm I'm able to tell them that um, I have you know it's okay if they're mad at me. I have friends my own age. So yeah. I mean, it seems to me when you when you again, I didn't see the video, though heard reports of it, but it seems to me to to typify. Uh, what we see in wider culture today, not only the, the hypersexualization of young people, but also uh, two things, radical self-promotion and absolutely no concept of decency whatsoever. And I would con- connect decency in some ways to notions of hierarchy and appropriateness that have mm. simply vanished from the wider world. And I think by and large are vanishing from the church as well. The church in its desperate attempt to not to lose people, uh, to be a big player within the culture, quite frankly, often represents precisely the same kind of self-promotion that we we've seen in this video when pastors are coming into churches on motorbikes on zip lines uh, when pastors are writing explicit books on sex and then going around the country in buses to promote them i think uh, you're absolutely right whatever else the church is doing it has lost its moral authority right and there's definitely there has to be a place the church has to be a place i think where we recapture the notion of of modesty, decency, and hierarchy. And the very fact that some people listening to those terms might might want to cringe when they hear them shows how far the church culture shifted from what I would regard as biblical norms. Mm. Yeah, I would agree. And I, and I think how, how you referenced um, self-promotion there was uh, was important for us to hear because there... Uh, you know, those of us who are who are pastors and uh, in the church today, self-promotion seems to be uh, more the norm uh, these days, as fame and celebrity become ever more attainable for an increasing number of people. And you know, um, I, Miley Cyrus and her family they had attended a large evangelical church uh, for some time in California. Um, uh, you know, I. I I'm speculating, but I wonder what what was learned there. Um, I think there's a a connection here to be made that modesty is not just about covering up most of your body with clothing. Um, It has something to to do with the way we promote ourselves. Are are we modest in what we say about ourselves and in in what we we seek um, to to attain? And um, what my concern is is that oftentimes evangelicals might look at a situation like this with Miley Cyrus and not so much have a problem with the self promotion as much as the uh, the skin and the uh, and, and the movements but really central to that the, the deeper problem is this lust for fame lust yeah. for recognition I mean, I would say if you look at pornography, there are, you know, there are many aspects to pornography. At least two of them uh, seem fairly obvious to me. One is the, the the sexually explicit nature of it, but in a more subtle way, there is the the erosion between the public and the private, when that mm. which should really be very private and intimate has become something for public display. And on that level, I think Christians who 
you know, catalog every private detail of their lives on Twitter. And there are pastors out there, well-known pastors, with tens of thousands of tweets right. about their thoughts on just about everything. Well, one, when do they get the time to do this stuff <laughs> if they're pastoring constantly? But secondly, yeah. do they not realize that they are actually a constitutive function of precisely the same kind of culture where pornography thrives? Where privacy, uh, the whole notion of privacy, decency, decorum, uh, has been abolished, essentially. Yeah, yeah. And as a pastor, I know what it's like for for people to want to hear me say more and more and more about my life from the pulpit. And I resist that, not because of shame, uh, but because I don't want the pulpit, I don't want the preaching ministry to be about me and the details of my life. I don't go before God's people on the Lord's Day um, uh, to do group therapy with myself as the main patient. Yeah. Um, and, and but but there is a, a desire oftentimes from congregations uh, for more and more details about their pastor's life. And I'm not suggesting that we ought to hide, and I'm not suggesting that we ought to be dishonest about who we are and not forthcoming with our congregation, but neither should we be exhibitionists. Yeah, well, there you have it. That is today's uh, bully pulpit. Uh, if you... Uh, sitting in judgment to Miley Cyrus, you're probably doing it appropriately in an objective <laughs> sense, but subjectively we need to examine ourselves. Are we too part of a culture that is eroding uh, the, the boundary between what is appropriate for the public sphere and what is appropriate for the private sphere? And in doing so, are we just as guilty as the pornographers and the Miley Cyruses out of there for undermining the church culture? in which we find ourselves. Well, this has been uh, the Mortification of Spin, Bully Pulpit. I've uh, been uh, delighted to be your host, Carl Truman, along with my friend Todd Pruitt. Uh, please look out for our longer podcast, which will be out uh, a week today. And also visit our website, mortificationofspin.org. Thanks very much for being with us. <laughs>